0: Is the Welcome back to the Barbershop Mentality Podcast. As, as always, it's Old Damn Dell, and today we got a UFC special with my man, Evan the Rage Paige. What's good? Sorry, I'm not Bruce Buffer, or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Paige, tell him a little bit about yourself. You, you are, uh, are you a, you're a professional, right?
1: Um, Not yet. I'm looking to get my first professional fight this year, but um, I'm currently an amateur heavyweight, uh, 4-0, fighting out of Chicago, uh, Team Midwest Training Center.
0: Wearing the red trunks. (laughs) Yep, yep,
1: in the red corner.
0: (laughs) But yeah, today we're going to do like a little recap of the UFC uh, the UFC past event and the future 196 event, 196 and the future events coming up uh so first we, we we're going to we're going to skip some stuff. First we're going to start with the the Holly Holm and Misha Tate fight. Now <clears throat> my my question is you know before we before you break it down was Holly Holm uh stupid for taking this fight?
1: not at all Mm -hmm. um holly holmes is definitely uh one of the top female athletes in the bantamweight women's division um she's a force to be reckoned with in boxing kickboxing she made a great transition into mixed martial arts and she took the belt extremely early from you know ronda rousey who was until then unstoppable and um a- absolutely not she wasn't you know when you're the champ you got to take who whoever they throw at you so
0: exactly yeah I, I agree with you I think she's being a champ you know taking on you know who's next you know what I mean and, absolutely and, and I, I agree with you I think she was doing what she was supposed to do as the champ and you know she just she just I guess she just wasn't fully prepared for what Misha had installed and Misha is not you know she is dope. She is amazing. Even though she lost to Ronda, you know, that's nothing. You know, at that time, Ronda was unstoppable, like you said. But
1: There's a huge misconception in mis- mixed martial arts in that there is no such thing as an underdog. Anybody can beat anybody on any given night. It, you have to come in there your absolute best.
0: Word. You know, after the fight, I, I said this is the new uh, Ali Frazier. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Foreman. You know? Yeah, <laughs> form. They, it's
1: definitely gonna be. Yeah, it's <laughs> them three are just gonna be knocking the shit out of each other for a while,
0: right? And, and I actually and I want to see that, you know. I, I'm cool with that. So, uh, what's your breakdown of the fight?
1: Uh, my breakdown for the fight is Holly Holmes, uh, a very good counter fighter. Um, Misha Tate knew that coming into this fight, so mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Holly Holmes should have done was have been a little bit more aggressive and try and put Misha Tate away it, instead of just waiting to counter of her mistakes because
0: yeah, uh, so, Misha so Tate
1: nice. she knew what she was up against Misha Tate knew what she was up against and she took advantage of it so yeah. um and when you're the champ I mean you you got to beat you got to beat the champ so
0: yeah she like exactly like you said she I think she should have just been more a little bit more aggressive aggressive in the fight. Yeah. She uh she you know, I had nothing bad to say about her up until, you know, when they got on the ground and stuff. I was like scared out of my life. I'm like, yo, <laughs> it's about to go no, she was <laughs> she was definitely a
1: fish out of water on the ground. So yeah. I I mean and that's the biggest thing. Misha Tate is probably one of the most well rounded uh Bantamweight women's true, fighters true. around um, True. she's not too good at anything, but she's she's good at everything. True, exactly. And, and I mean, Holly Holm's stand up is legendary. I mean, you know, she's probably one of the best female boxers out there. But definitely. you know, when you're in that octagon, you have to have more than that.
0: And and you know, and you saw it versus Ronda. You know, it's like you know, like my man said on a podcast before. You know, Holly Holm kickboxing champ, yeah, Ronda went in head first like a dumbass. <laughs> and we saw what happened, you know? So Misha, you know, seeing that, you know, she's like, okay, I'm not going to go in head first. I'm going to let her do her thing. But Holly didn't, you know, attack as much uh-huh. as she should have, you know? But
1: uh, with the whole uh, Holly Holmes and Ronda Rousey thing that, like, people forget mixed martial arts is not boxing you know that they're both fighters but there's fighters and then there's boxers holly Holm is a boxer
0: yeah
1: and um you know ronda thinks she had good hands and stuff like that but like you know the best mixed martial arts hands aren't nothing compared to a boxer's hands
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's definitely true i mean it's it's a different sport
0: that's definitely that's definitely real so uh what are your thoughts on Dana White saying that Misha would face Ronda Rousey next? You know, before you answer, uh, I I said that it should have before he even said this, I was like, it should be we should see the rematch between Ronda and me and Holly, and then the winner of that should face Misha for the championship. But
1: uh So I'm I agree with you on that. There was two ways that this could have gone. Um yeah. and that was there was either gonna be a rematch between Holly Holmes and Misha Tate Uh or uh, Holly Holmes and Ronda Rousey. True. Uh, So the fact that they're throwing Ronda right at Misha, I don't necessarily know I agree with that because I think Ronda needs to fight someone else kind of to redeem herself because you have to remember that um, Holly Holmes was was the number one contender when she beat Ronda, which had Misha down to number three. So when Holly Holmes lost. That actually should have bumped Ronda to number three, not to number one. Yeah. So I, I think Ronda needs to fight somebody else before she gets a title shot.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I agree. I think is this going to be at UFC 200?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think they're just saving that for John Jones and uh,
0: Cormier. Okay. So yeah, I think I, th- I think Dana just wanted. Uh to get ronda back out in the public you know because she had on the whole thing about her was she on ellen when she was saying she? Had yeah
1: to- and that's definitely his biggest meal ticket yeah. right now um so he, he's got to put her back out there because i mean he put so much stock into that girl that and he's got to get her back in the eye again
0: and they got the ufc game out and uh she's on the cover and you got people making memes everywhere bashing her you know which is her fault you know (laughs) it's her fault you know uh not the suicidal oh absolutely she got very
1: arrogant towards the end i mean you know you got to be humble especially as a champion you know there's nothing more impressive than a humble champion
0: right and uh and i'll give holly that you know holly is straight up you know she gives props what props is due but she also you know she respects all fear none type of attitude you know which is what you got to be as a champion, like you just said, you know.
1: And the best thing about Holly is that after this loss to Misha Tate, she was back in the gym a few days later learning how to get out of that choke.
0: Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is where yeah. I fucked up. How do I not get fucked up like this again? You know, exactly. That's that's exactly what you got to do. So uh, what do you think? So, uh, so what do you think going forward? is gonna be from uh Holly Holm? Um
1: honestly I'm not sure because I would have uh been okay with uh, a Holly Holmes and Misha Tate rematch. Uh-huh. I would love to see a Holly Holmes and Ronda Rousey rematch. So I, I'm really I really want to see what Dana White has in plan for her.
0: Okay. All right so uh moving along conor mcgregor versus nate diaries how'd you feel about that one
1: um uh i have no idea why conor mcgregor decided to put on big boy pants (laughs) and go up to that weight class like you know you're a little dude uh you you gotta stay in your lane, bro you had no business in there and um I mean, the best thing that happened to him was that Rafael dos Santos didn't make the fight because I I, I think the same worried. outcome was going to happen. <laughs> I think he he he's he was going to get whooped in that weight class no matter what. In yeah. my in my opinion,
0: I, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, Nate Diaz, man, he yo, he went to work. I felt like the first round he was sort of filling him out, you know, because it looked like Conor was winning, but when you think about it. He was really letting him get cocky, let him, because Conor started, I I don't care about the cockiness. Well, I do care for an extent. Let me me backtrack. Whenever somebody's cocky before a fight, you know, I like to see it, but I don't like to see too much of it, you know, to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, I like to see them talk their shit, which is cool because it really hypes up the fight and you get hyped for it. But when you're in the ring, you got to be like, okay, I'm in the fight right now. I'm not outside the fight, you know. I'm not. You got to put the cockiness aside. And you just got to go ahead and do your thing, you know. And that goes for all sports: football, basketball, soccer, whatever. You know, outside the do biggest your thing. thing,
1: yeah, right. The biggest thing that I saw in that fight is that Conor McGregor came out and gave Nate Diaz everything he had in that first round, and it just yeah. wasn't enough. And in the second round, it, it was. It was like a kid getting a whooping.
0: Yeah, cause that that first round he was doing his thing. And then the second round it was like he was like, "Yeah, come on, hit me, hit me." You hit, you know, and he gave him that two piece in the biscuit, and he stumbled. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, he was getting slapped out there. <laughs> what what's the what's the slap call? <laughs> that
1: Stockton slap.
0: Stockton slap. Yeah, it was crazy, and I mean
1: that man slapped you on national television. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and it was it was just like wow. Like he really like took over, and he really just like took over the fight after that. Once he gave him that two piece, it was it.
1: And the biggest thing about this fight is that people don't fail to realize Nate Diaz is probably one of the fastest fighters um, in that division and lore. But he is not a big power guy. Yeah, Uh, Nate Nate Diaz doesn't carry a lot of power. But he's still extremely successful with his um, speed and endurance. So if McGregor was actually in there with somebody with some power, that fight wouldn't have made it out of the first round.
0: Word. And, you know, and props to him. What, what was it, like a, a two, three-week notice for the fight? Uh, it was a,
1: a two-week, yeah, two-week uh, that Rafael Dos Santos dropped out two weeks prior to the fight.
0: That's crazy. And props to him for being, you know, in shape year-round, you know, being ready whenever. So I, I give him that, man. You know, he. Really, I mean, they, them guys take
1: it serious down there. That yeah. this is their job. This is what they do for a living. So they're ready yeah. to go at a moment's notice.
0: Props to him for that, yo. I, I, you know, as a fan, I appreciate that, yo.
1: And I've always been a Diaz fan, um, both both brothers. And um, I, I watched them fairly closely. And I believe what Nate Diaz said. If if he had an honest camp, uh, an honest three month camp, uh, Conor McGregor wouldn't have touched them not once.
0: Yeah. Uh, after seeing that, I believe it too, man. Yeah, um, so, what do you think is next for uh, Nate Di- uh, Nick Diaz or whatever?
1: Um, I mean, I hope he. Uh, I think he has a ways to go before uh-huh. he gets a, a title fight. Not yeah. a big one, maybe one or two fights. Um, the problem with the Diaz brothers is they leave it up to the judges. That that's what holds them back the most. I mean, uh, they need to start finishing some fights. Oh, and um sure. you know if he if he gets two two knockouts or submissions, yeah. I I think he he should be in for a title shot.
0: Okay. now nah, you you're exactly right. Um you know, and going back to the Holly Holm and Misha Tate fight, I was saying uh, you know, Misha Tate has to finish this fight herself because if that would've went to the judges, you know they probably would have gave it to holly you know what i mean
1: oh it always goes to the champ yeah exactly you you gotta beat the champ you can't hang in there
0: exactly and that's why you know like you were just saying about you know the diaz brothers you know you in a fight you gotta you know finish it you know what i mean so nah i agree with you um so what do you think is next for uh for conor mcgregor I mean, he needs to go back to his
1: weight class. Um, He (laughs) needs to defend his title. And he needs to keep it moving from there. Um, You know, would I like to see him fight um, Rafael Dos Santos? Absolutely. But I I predict the exact same outcome. He's not going to walk away with the W. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's already in the top spot in his weight class. And I think he should just stay there and enjoy his reign as champ.
0: But, you know... One thing I will say I appreciate about him, he owned up to it. He said, you know what, uh he, he basically said himself, I bit off more than I can chew. But, you know, that's just the type of person I am, you know. And so
1: Oh absolutely. He he said the talk's gonna be there, but he was humble in victory and defeat. So Yeah. I mean he's a he's a true warrior. And I, I still like him for that. I I've been a Conor McGregor fan from the beginning, but I just knew that he wasn't walking out of this one. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, so, you know, I, I I say I appreciate that, you know, and, and that was that was good for him. But uh, do you think he's gonna fight Jose Aldo again?
1: Um, man, Jose Aldo put on such a poor performance in that fight. Yeah. I don't really see why he should. And the fact that you know, it's almost like two years, uh-huh. uh, in between his fights. He he really needs to step it up too. I think Jose Aldo the same thing as Nate Diaz. Like he needs to get two wins quickly under his belt, and then uh, I see him in a rematch. Okay. Okay. Yeah,
0: I I agree with that. Um, so who do who do you think next would be a good fighter for McGregor
1: um, at his weight class? I think they need to do uh, an actual like Rocky Balboa situation, <laughs> and they need to they need to stick uh, like a newcomer <laughs> or somebody a, in get there. Give
0: him a jobber, like
1: <laughs> yeah, just somebody. Um, I think because uh, I don't know. I mean, he just he walked through that division, so yeah. Maybe they need to find a a champion in a different promotion or something like that. Maybe that's okay. Maybe a a cross promotion fight that might be good.
0: Okay, okay. And um, but um,
1: yeah the the featherweight division is kind of spread out, so I, I really don't know.
0: So uh, what what division is CM Punk in?
1: Um, I think he's in the lightweight. Okay.
0: How do you think his how do you think he will pan out? His when is his first fight? Or did they even decide on any of that yet?
1: It's supposed to be pretty soon. It, I don't know if it's um It's probably going to be one of those um UFC fight nights that are on like a Friday or a Sunday on mm-hmm. Fox or something like that. Uh they he doesn't deserve to be on a pay-per-view card yeah, yeah, uh, right yeah. away, so
0: Okay, so when is a uh, uh, is he gonna go by CM Punk or is he gonna go by his real name? Do you know? Um,
1: the best thing for him to do is go by his real name. Um, I think he's uh, I think he might be a welterweight. I'm not sure what weight class. He well, he's not even in a weight class because he ain't fought nobody yet. So
0: yeah. I think his name is like Phil Brooks. You know, well, you know, in Brock Lesnar's case, he, you know, coming from WWE to UFC, you know, his real name is Brock Lesnar. So,
1: right. <laughs> and that whole Brock Lesnar thing was a little bit different because people kind of like eh, we're, you know, we're pretty unsupportive of Brock Lesnar with his UFC debut. But I'm yeah. first of all, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt as a heavyweight. I mean, these are some of the biggest men on the planet, like. Yeah, uh, they just have to touch you to knock you out. I mean, everybody in that division has knockout power, so... Yeah. And, I mean, he had, I want to say, three fights before he um, actually had his title fight. Yeah. So, so the whole... And the UFC was fairly, not young, but um, young in popularity when the whole Brock Lesnar thing happened, so... Uh-huh, that's true. But I, I don't see it... Um, I don't see it going that way for CM Punk.
0: Now, did you watch the the Ball- Is it Ballator, uh, event? Ballator? yeah. With, uh, uh, which with the one with Kimbo and Dada?
1: I did, and
0: <laughs> how'd you feel about that?
1: Uh, man, I they should have been hitting each other with like walkers or something. Uh, uh, call it what you will, yeah. their little grudge. Uh, amongst each other but I mean it, it was a very talentless fight and um, right. and um, I mean even their uh, open workouts and stuff like that they were both kind of pathetic and um, yeah. uh, lacking in skill which is kind of a shame on um, Kimbo's point because I mean Data uh, 5000 you know, came out of nowhere. He looked like he just got off the couch, whatever. But Kimbo's been around, and not just his internet videos been around, but Kimbo's been around in the MMA world for quite some time with a good amount of UFC training. I mean, you know, coming through the Ultimate Fighter, and yeah. uh, they fact, kept him on.
0: Weren't we roommates that time when he was in the Ultimate Fighter?
1: We were, and, um, uh, Kimbo's. I can't remember his last UFC fight. I think it was with Matt Mitrione, where he just got kicked to death and um couldn't stand up. But he had a very good fight against uh, I want to say Houston Alexander, and um he really showed some progress. And then uh, I think I think Age caught up to Kimbo. I yeah. think he was his body was a little beat up before he got started, and um
0: yeah,
1: and that was his downfall. But I mean that fight was
0: uh, we'll call it what you will. <laughs> yeah man um all right so pushing forward uh we got next uh john jones and dc2 what's your thoughts on that um
1: i'm excited for it i'm very excited for it mostly because uh i think john jones can beat uh dc And their first fight, like I said, um, you have to beat the champ. And DC just kind of hung in there.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, it was a very evenly fight. But when you're John Jones, when you're the champ, that's all you have to do. Like, as a champ, you just have to hang in there. Yeah. And um, you're going to win the fight if you let it go to the judges. If you decide to stop it early, you know, good for you. But um, I think now with, um, I mean, John Jones almost has a new body now
0: yeah um yeah he looks real good on instagram
1: right and, and i think um cormier is definitely gonna have his hands full with this one um if it goes to the judges cormier will probably walk away with the belt um otherwise i see uh i see john jones making a full comeback and getting his belt back stopping the fight early
0: yeah yeah i i 100 I agree with you um you know, going back to his Instagram post, he posts his workouts and everything to you know show his fans and everybody that he's he's real serious. He's coming back. And and he's
1: kind of an interesting guy because if you look at his um, body while he's working out, he does not carry a lot of mass, but I mean, he's yeah. putting up a shit ton of weight. He's a super strong guy. Yeah. And and when you're not a big bulky person and you're putting up that big bulky weight, I mean, that's mm-hmm. true strength and. Definitely. you'll feel that behind every punch so
0: and you know and looking at his brother you know both his brothers are in the NFL and they're huge yeah i believe you know? they're
1: both Super Bowl champions as yeah, well yeah
0: yeah they are you know they both play on the D line and, and you know, are you looking at John you know yeah that's man, that's like 100% strength right there you know what i mean
1: right yeah
0: <laughs> and uh, cuz he's not a
1: big guy but i mean he's strong and that that's that's real strength
0: yeah and is is that one is that one going to be before UFC two hundred or is that one during UFC two hundred? I think that is UFC two hundred. That is UFC two hundred. Okay, and so we'll be looking out for that. And what's the next event coming up uh, that they have? Um, uh,
1: the next one is uh, I believe it's Mark Hunt and um, what's his name? Uh, Frank Mir, yeah, Mark Hunt and Frank Mir is the next uh, event, UFC Fight Night, and um, that is Saturday, March nineteenth.
0: Okay. That
1: should be a good one. That's um that's a good heavyweight fight right there. Uh, Frank Mir definitely definitely uh, coming down the mountain uh, on his career, yeah. um, but definitely definitely not forgotten. Yeah. Um, Mark Hunt is kind of. Um, yeah. Kind of a, a, a steady line, kind of a plateau kind of guy. Um, he definitely beats people. And then, um, you know, when he gets closer to a shot, kind of fighting a, a higher-ranked heavyweight, he doesn't do so well. So, I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with. He's a monster Samoan. So, yeah, you know, um, but uh, Frank Mir, you know, he in his upper years i believe he's a little bit more dangerous with his uh jiu-jitsu phenomenal uh jiu-jitsu practitioner so i think um i I think frank mir might take this one by submission against mark hunt all right all
0: right so yeah so we're gonna go ahead and, and wrap this one up um when is when is your next fight do you know yet um probably towards april um
1: um, uh, it's a XFO promotion um, out here in Chicago. So, um, hopefully, looking to get back in the cage uh, mid to late April.
0: Okay, okay. And, um, so yeah, y'all keep a look out for Evan the Rage page. You got uh, you got any videos on YouTube or anything?
1: Yeah, there's uh, some videos on YouTube. Um, I have uh, a Twitter and uh instagram evan the rage page i put some sparring videos up on there
0: okay all right and uh matter of fact i'll post a link for you on the website too i post a link to your your stuff or whatever but uh, yeah make sure you guys check out the website it's www.barbershopmentality.com uh the twitter the shop underscore 2011 uh, facebook go to the facebook group search barbershop mentality we're all in there everybody's real interactive and uh Everybody's real cool. Send me a message, too, if you're trying to get into the group because, you know, we don't want any spammers or anything in there. And also, it's a sports slash debate group, so we debate about everything. It is not a barbershop group for you guys that's posting tutorials on how to cut a fade. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, you know, keep a lookout. Thanks for joining us. iTunes and SoundCloud. Search Barbershop Mentality, and we here. All right, thanks again. Peace out.